0: Polar 7 Enterprises presents Comic NFTs An Ethical Approach Using Digital Collectibles to Enhance Your Independent Comic Business. Read for you by the author, Greg Choswald. For access to extensive references, images, and a glossary meant for beginners, be sure to download your copy of the book at comicnfts.com. If it ain't broke, why fix it? The unique value proposition of comic NFTs. As an independent comic creator, it is important that your NFT strategy isn't just a cynical cash grab. While adding another revenue stream is an excellent business strategy, if you fail to provide your customers with a product that is objectively better and more useful than a standard digital image or PDF, you're pinning your long-term success on the NFT hype train. In the collectibles market, following the hype frequently turns out badly, at least in the short term, In my lifetime, I have seen the rise and fall, and sometimes rise again, of Pokemon cards, Pogs, and Beanie Babies, just to name a few collectibles. Floppy comics repeatedly cycle through a similar trajectory. The NFT mania of the summer of 2021 has already drastically cooled. History tells us that eventually, any hype bubble will pop, at least in the short term. As such, providing your customers with value beyond the collectible shimmer is critical. What follows are a few advantages of offering comic PDFs using NFT technology versus simply offering a conventional file via Dropbox or a sales platform like Gumroad. Many of the other forms of comic NFTs, including NFTs used for profile pictures and digital art NFTs, offer many of the same benefits. Number one, permission to share or resell. One useful definition of an NFT is digital content attached to a unique Blockchain proof of ownership. This definition gets tangled up in philosophical discussions about whether or not something you can't even touch can truly be owned. I prefer a looser definition. An NFT is a unique instance of digital content accompanied by explicit, blockchain verified permission to transfer it to another person. Transferring an NFT to another wallet is an implied given facilitated by the attached blockchain coding, the NFT smart contract in this case. In creating the NFT, the creator implicitly grants the user the right to give or sell the same NFT to another person eventually. Until now, this has not technically been the case with conventional PDFs and digital files. I have dozens of PDFs on my hard drive from Kickstarter campaigns. With these, even permission to make a backup copy of those files on an external hard drive was a legal gray area until 2012 here in Canada. Sending those PDFs to another human without compensating the creator would definitely be morally and legally wrong, albeit rarely prosecuted. This issue is not just about resale and financial speculation. Imagine if you could never technically loan your favorite comic to a friend or pass your comics along in your will. That is the current situation with non NFT digital content, both the PDF on your hard drive or the comic you are leasing on a subscription service like Comixology. NFTs allow your customers, move a digital comic along to a new person legally and with a clear conscience. Number 2. A collectible experience for the world I grew up in the smallest incorporated city in Canada, with the nearest comic shop almost 100 miles away. I wouldn't have even known comics existed if it wasn't for a handful of Disney comics in the waiting room at my dentist. Today, I can order physical comics via Kickstarter and other online sales outlets, but frequently the cost of shipping, is significantly more than what I paid for the actual comic. Digital Comics largely solved these constraints, but only in the last few years could I subscribe to Comicsology, as it previously was geofenced, excluding Canadians, presumably because of regional licensing issues. Even when digital libraries ARE available, there is no guarantee that a specific title will always be available, even if the service is still accessible. It's like when shows leave Netflix, never mind if it goes out of business. Given that there are more English speakers in Nigeria than in Canada, more in Belize than in Tampa, Florida, it is easy to show that there are millions of potential new comic collectors that can benefit from your comic in a digital form. And before someone says, yeah, but overseas countries don't know about NFTs, consider that the top four countries in the 2022 Global Crypto Adoption Index are Vietnam, the Philippines, Ukraine, and India. The U.S. is fifth. While a regular PDF can reach those interested in simply reading your comic, something you cannot legally transfer cannot realistically be considered a collectible in the modern sense. And like it or not, much of the comic industry is built on the collectible experience. It is why so many comic shops include and collectibles in their name. NFTs can provide that experience to those who would normally struggle to acquire a physical comic at a reasonable price. As an aside, I want to address the skeptics who scoff at the notion of anything digital being collectible. I believe the argument should be irrelevant from a creator's point of view. Whether it is an NFT, a Babe Ruth rookie card, a CGC plastic encapsulated conglomeration of processed tree and pigment, or a pet rock, if a collector believes a product meets their minimum criteria for collectability, that is all that really matters. As artists and writers, we are joy makers, and for millions of people, a collectible NFT can bring that joy. Much like the comics-aren't-real-literature opinion held by some prose writers and probably a few of our relatives, NFTs aren't collectibles is an argument that is more superimposed opinion than a concrete fact. Number three, built-in storage and backup. Owning an NFT is a lot like owning a safety deposit box with specific artwork in it. Your NFT art and or PDF gets loaded onto your phone or other display from this box automatically based on your wallet address, your key. In the same way that every single comic on Comixology is not actually on your computer at all times, NFT files are retrieved and stored locally as needed. The attached PDF, movie, or graphic file is stored elsewhere. The user does not pay separately for this long-term storage, and these files can be very large. Some full-length movies have been distributed as NFTs. Contrast this to my comic PDF collection, accumulated mostly via Kickstarter. It currently occupies over 33 gigabytes on my hard drive and a duplicate amount in my Dropbox folder. In both cases, I'm responsible for providing and maintaining this storage. With an NFT, I am not. The creator of the NFT is responsible for that storage. Number four, duplicate management. If you've collected digital comics via Kickstarter for any length of time, you likely have several duplicate PDFs acquired via stretch goals or issue bundles. Besides taking extra disk space, these extras get scattered throughout multiple folders because they've come from multiple sources over time. These same PDFs as NFTs would appear as stacked duplicates in your wallet. Unless you want to keep multiple copies, for example, holding copies for your children, any duplicates can be easily identified and sold or gifted. Number five, cross-application support. NFTs are built on blockchain or distributed ledger technology. Any blockchain is, by definition, a distributed database where no single party controls the information, i.e. there's no Amazon controlling the data like there is with Connexology. Everyone with access to the blockchain can see the entire database. This may sound like a recipe for mayhem, but in practice it allows your pseudonymous blockchain wallet address to act like a magic key to see your NFTs through the lens of any number of different programs. These programs look at the same source information, but display it and manipulate it differently. In the example in the book, The same Godzilla comic cover NFT is shown in an iPhone app designed to estimate the value of your collection based on sales data and on two different web-based marketplaces. Think eBay for your NFTs. The last image shows a calculation of sales for the entire collection on a specific exchange in real time. Depending on the blockchain hosting the NFT, the information available to collectors about collections can be extremely rich and informative. So I'm going to stop there for this week. We just did five of, I believe, 13 unique benefits in this particular chapter and then a whole set in the following chapter as well. If you'd like to read ahead, be sure to drop by the website and grab your free copy of the book. You've been listening to pages 22 through 29 of Comic NFT's Unethical Approach. The book in its entirety is available as a free PDF to all subscribers at comicnfts.com and for a small fee via Kindle and Gumroad.